listen to all my brunches and my travelers and my jumpers. Welcome back to another episode of Brunch, Travel, and Jump. I'm your host, Coach Kizzy. We've been on a little hiatus trying to figure out how to make the show more appealing, how to continue to keep you guys engaged. First, I want to take the time to thank everyone who has listened and provided feedback uh, for the first few episodes of our podcast. It has been um, really great, actually. Uh, The feedback that we received, um, overwhelmingly positive. You know, um, definitely critiques that I appreciate and I've listened to all you guys. So now uh, we're going to have a co-star and I'm so excited about that because in life, I'm not a loner, okay? I'm someone who is a team player. I enjoy working with people. Um, my personality uh, comes out and it shines when I'm working with others, okay? Um, yeah, I work well under pressure. I'm a great independent um, worker if needed, if I need to be. But I really shine um, when I am working with other people and putting ideas together and creating something. Um, so with that being said, Moving forward, we are now going to have co-stars, and Nona Bishop is our first co-star. I'm so excited to have her. If you have not listened to episode three, you need to go back and check it out because we've had the chance to sit with her and discuss her book and just talk about self-publishing. Now, this episode, um, I thought would be great for her to come on in because we're talking women in media. We're talking how to turn your book into a film. We're talking um, how to get into entertainment overall. Okay? Uh, We're also talking residual income. So, for all those that want to know how to get to the bag, the extra bags, okay? Um, Especially with this COVID, you know, many of us have been out of work. I've been out of work for a few months. Um, So, thank goodness for residual income. I have a little something coming in. It's nothing compared to what, you know, I used to bring coming in, but something is better than nothing, right? So, for those of you that want to know what is residual income, how do I get residual income. You definitely want to listen to part two of this episode. Now, I decided to keep these episodes short because I want to keep your attention. I want you guys to uh, retain the information that we give you all because it is a lot, okay? And I've noticed with longer episodes that, you know, you tend to get zoned out, you know, other things happen, it takes your focus away. So keeping it short, I received a lot of great feedback about the shorter episodes. So this episode is probably going to be about 20, 25 minutes. Um, and it's just going to be, uh, very informative. So please take some time, go and grab your notepad, your pen, um, grab a quiet place to sit and just take this time to do some self-care, grab your glass of wine or whatever it is that you use to, uh, decompress and relax yourself. I want you to, um, get, the full benefit of this episode because the information that we are sharing here, let me tell you, this is what we pay to go to college, okay? This is the information that we get taking certification classes. And as you know, those are not free, but this episode is. So come on in here, do yourself a, do yourself, um, a favor and get some free information so that you can go and do your research and just keep yourself entertained because I know that I'm entertaining. I hope that I'm entertaining you because I entertain my damn self. Okay. (laughs) So with that being said, we are getting ready to chop it up with my girl. Okay. Film is short enough. 
Miss Asha Cha-Ching. Now that name alone should tell you something. Okay, Cha-Ching, yes. We're talking women in media part one and residual income part two. You're listening to Brunch, Travel, and Jump with some uptown chicks. Yes, Coach Kizzy and Nona B. Stay tuned. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm glad I finally figured this out. <laughs> I love Anchor. Wasn't it a little? I mean, it's not as complicated as most other uh, platforms oh, when it no, comes it's to not... podcasting. Yeah, no, it's not. It's um, It was just funny because I clicked on the link and it was like, invite your friends. And I'm like, wait, my friends invited me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I love about it. So it's giving you an opportunity to invite someone else. So that's how easy this platform is so we can have multiple people and um it just fits right into the platform which is girl talk we chatting so you can write all your girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> well yes then in that way then it was definitely easy it was very welcoming i did like that good 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 <laughs> uh how's your uh saturday happy saturday by the way i know happy saturday it's been a beautiful day so far honestly yeah. Oh, yeah. You're you're here um, in the Carolinas with me, so we have a good weather. We have a good weather. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's nice outside. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of motivational um, meetings today. Um, we had one actually at eight a.m. I don't. I'm not really sure how I got up, but it's okay. Um, I was up at eight a.m. Um, so I got to speak with you're you. You're early bird. <laughs> not always. <laughs> You know, it's funny, like, I'm usually a night owl, but, like, recently, yeah. Oh, COVID has changed everything, okay? <laughs> exactly! I'm like, who are you? <laughs> it's just, like, new body, new you. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited for the new new. Exactly. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of good things going on due to COVID, and this is mm-hmm. one of them. We Indeed, yeah, I'm liking this. Yeah, we have this opportunity to uh, finally get some of our creative projects complete because that's one thing that, you know, we have in common is that we are working on multiple things with your finance and your multiple businesses and you film. It's like, how do do we sleep at night, right? (laughs) I know. It's also beautiful because it means that it means that we have beautiful minds and we want to help as many people as we can. That's what it really means. (laughs) Um, it's actually funny you mentioned that. We had a woman in film meeting today. Um, oh. Girl, it was so good. It was on Facebook Live. And so it was all the all the filmmakers in Atlanta. So it was everyone from like film festivals to game shows. Like we almost forgot about them. I was like, oh my God, Jeopardy, right? Oh, um, I love that. You know, Atlanta's my second home. So you're so, so yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah, I went to Clark. So, you know, that's the, that's the oh. first time I left home. I'm leaving New York City. Uh, uh, was going to Clark. Okay, so. I'm, I'm in. I am in. Hey, I don't know what happened. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi, Asha. Cha-ching. Wait, cha-ching. Oh, I thought no, it was cha-ching. Got it. That, I see it. I like both. I said some people like call me cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, girl, I like cha-ching because I'm like, yes. this <laughs> This is like our everyday 24-hour manifestation. So I kind of love Cha-Chang. <laughs> is that right? I was like, Cha-Chang. 
I learned to embrace that. I'm like, it's a part of my life now. Like you said, manifesting what we really want. Yes, that just feels like money is just coming into your bank account 24 hours a day, girl. I love it. And I just really said is. to it, I already love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I love, I love when my friends love each other, and it only takes yes. a second. That's when you know you are surrounded by good people. Exactly. Find it that you can just fit into the groove like in a second. You just jump right into this conversation and it's just flowing so naturally, like you've known each other already. So, yeah, so we'll have to meet in person, but <laughs> yes, for now. I know social distancing for now. <laughs> right. Well, welcome this. Um, that's Nona B. Nona Bishop. She is our co-star. So excited about this new direction that we're going in. Having mm-hmm. her, um, her help is going to be big because um, I'm a team player. I'm not a loner, so I'm so happy to have somebody uh, on the team to help uh, drive this, this uh, this new avenue into greatness. So welcome, Nona B. Yay, thank you so much. Yes, so glad to be here. Um, love connecting with just, you know, some of the girls that are just kind of doing a damn thing. So happy to be yeah. a part of you um, and with you, Coach Kizzy, and definitely happy to talk to you, Asha, because I can't wait to dive in because I want to know what Cha-Chang is all about. So oh. my bank account can be Cha-Chang too. <laughs> well, Asha, definitely. Yes. I want you to introduce yourself or, I mean, I can introduce you because you are a star, but you are a woman of so many talents. You do so many things. I want you to let us know who you really are. Who is Asha? That's so great. Um, um, Let's see. To be honest, I... I'm one of those introverted with extroverted skills (laughs) kind of person. Um, how would I describe? I'm bad at describing myself. Oh, okay. Okay, I, so I, you're, you're going to be modest. So let me jump on in and, and give you the introduction <laughs> that you are due, okay? Asha, Asha, Asha to change. She is an award-winning director. So for all my listeners um, who are always wondering, how do I get into film? How do I branch yeah. off into something? This is the episode you want to listen to. Asha is an award-winning director, writer, and producer. Mm -hmm. She is also a CEO of Love My Productions. She creates comedic shorts, thrillers, family-friendly content. That is important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially now with these kids just um, on the internet, YouTube, we need to make sure we have family-friendly content. So thank you for that. And she also (laughs) creates this thing. It's called um, Asha Adorable. I can't wait for you to tell me about that. She describes it as an epic... Epic, so uh, a epic. Uh, sorry, episodic. Episodic. Okay, I need a coffee. I, oh no, I need a uh, my drink. It's brunch time. Episodic delight. So I want you to tell us a little about that and how you got into film, and then we'll discuss about residual incomes because that's what we're here for. We want to know how to get the bag, as the young the young generation likes to say. How do we get to use the bag? Get the bag. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was a way better intro. I love it. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so it's funny when you say that. Um, so Ash Adorable actually came out as a joke. Um, <laughs> I love makeup. I love brunching with my girls. And what would happen is on my way to go brunching with my girls, I'm like, all right, let me record the hilarity of me trying to figure out how to put on a face. And 
I was telling a friend of mine, I'm like, well, when I'm done, it looks good. So if you can edit it together and make it look really pretty, you know, no one will know all the crazy things that I actually say behind closed doors. Well, anyway, needless to say, he's like, we left all the audio in. I'm like, what? And that became the show. Wow. So we had raw, uncut footage in audio. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he's like, that's what happened. We put a little music on it. Left all the audio because I always say the most random things, like little random metaphors, and I don't know. I just didn't. I'm not sure if anyone's seen like any like makeup tutorials, but they're usually like, I use an F41 brush. I'm like, huh? <laughs> What's that? I don't know. I'm like, I use this fluffy thingy and I put it right there, and then people are like, Yes, this is exactly how I feel about it. I'm like, Okay, well, it became relatable, so I definitely hope people check it out. What? Because it looks come out great. I will definitely be checking it out because I'm myself too, like dibble and dabble with a little makeup when I'm going out. I like to be better. I don't know what nothing is for or nothing is called. So I can't wait to check out Asha Adorable. Um, You are just full of like catchy phrases and catchy names. I just love it, love it, love it, love it. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. That's my whole vibe. Positive vibes everywhere. (laughs) Well, tell us some, tell us about your film. Um, we we, mm-hmm. we mentioned that you're award willing award winning. Um, so tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about your film. You are you are a member of so many great organizations. Before um, <laughs> Nona, before you jumped on the call, we were just talking about um she had a full day today and she just uh had a mm-hmm. call with the uh, women in film in Atlanta. Um, so you I know you're a member yeah. of that. You're a member of a premium member of the Black Businesses of Charlotte Women in Media. Uh-huh. Oh, Black Women Gamers. Now that is going to be another episode because. That is so dope to yes. me. <laughs> like, we don't have enough time to do all the things that you do. But I need you to tell me about, um, just go into your memberships. Like, what is women in film and yeah. TV and how important is it to, to join memberships that help with your profession or propel your profession? I am so happy you mentioned that. Like, for real. So I actually just started, I'm the co-founder and co-president for North Carolina Women in Film and Television. Oh, Girl, you better work. Yes, and I'm right. Happy to be connected to you, Go ahead, girlfriends. Please. <laughs> and it's amazing because <laughs> we're actually based in um, 72 countries. We have over, gosh, how many thousand? Like thousands of members, and our members are include like include people who, like the women who have directed Queen Sugar. Um, we're talking to people who put who produce Jeopardy. We're talking about together film festivals um people work for array people work for netflix like all the kind of people you really want to yeah. know that's who's in women in film okay yep and the whole idea is gender parity like we, we still work with our dudes i mean yeah we collaborate but it's a chance for us to kind of shine showing how we do pro- you know production design um cgi like everything that goes into making a film showing how prevalent women really are yes girl so Yes. <laughs> so that's I always wanted mm-hmm. No, I just was gonna say that's really amazing. So what would be some advice that you would give someone who is just like thinking about getting into film? Like where would you start? Like would you say being connected to film organizations is like a first start? Like what would you advise people who are like, Yeah, I wanna get into film, they have all these ideas and they're trying to make their mark and kinda of don't know where to start. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you asked that. So for women in film and television, yes, it's definitely a great organization to be a part of because 
our main thing, especially for North Carolina, or we call it NC Whipped or N Swift. Um, <laughs> we um, we actually train young girls. So we do a lot of mentorship. We have workshops. We host panels. Like the, like the discussion I was a part of this morning was a panel. So it allowed for us to ask all those hard questions. So we get to learn from people who've already walked that right. walk about, you know, like what, you know, hey, like what, how did you break through? And everybody has a different story. It could be something as simple as like one of the directors for Clean Sugar, her breakthrough was actually her trying her hardest being actress, made a short film to try to get the attention of a director and then found out she's actually better as a director. And now look at what she's, you know, like, and you're like, wow, what a, you know, you know, pivoting, being able to change. Um, Finding ways to rebrand yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny you say that because I, I had a similar story. Like I went from when I was in, in high school, I did theater. I did, I actually worked on television shows and I was actually mainly in like the technical director's part. I always thought of myself as a good people person, but I never really jumped into directing until senior year. And once I jumped in, it was like, you're it. <laughs> this is where you need to be. <laughs> and a lot of that came from, I had the opportunity to be in everybody else's seat before, right? right? So I did the sound mixing before. I worked a teleprompter before. So because I knew what their jobs, like what, what, what actually, what their job entailed, I could relate with them better and be able to relay my messages better when I direct them. You get what I mean? I, so, so, got what you mean. Asha, before, uh, let me just interject, just because... I grew up kind of, you know, in the projects, and it wasn't a lot of opportunities, especially in high schools, for kids mm-hmm. to get that experience. Um, True. So, what are just for like any of the young girls that's listening, or maybe just parents who kids are interested in any aspect of film? Like, what's another avenue that you can take if you don't have the money, or if the educational institution that their kids are in, or maybe they're in, or you know, or maybe someone they know is in? Like, what? What would be the route? Because I'm, as I'm listening to you, I'm like, man, like my high school didn't offer any of those things <laughs> to even pique an interest. So, what's like if if your school or a young person is listening and they're like, man, like I, I want Asha's life. Like that sounds like something I want to do. What would be your advice for them? Uh, write stories. That's what I first did. Like before, mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to go to high school. So I did. You're right. I did get blessed. My mom was like we're going to go to this top of the line high school. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but then I found what I loved. Right. Mm-hmm. But before even that, I was actually, I used to, I used to take my little dolls, put them against the wall and I would try to direct them and tell them to like, you know, like, Oh, this, this character, you're this character now. And I would just allow my, I, I would say allow our creativity to stretch, right. Writing your own story mm-hmm. down about what you see. And um, hopefully if we do have access to, I used to go to the library actually with my mom. That's another thing too. I used to go to my library. I hope we keep libraries open. Please. Yes. Oh my gosh. Something cool. And then see, that's important for me to say, because that was my outlet. I didn't have cameras. I didn't have anything fancy growing like, you know, younger. Right. So a lot of it was just drawing out like storyboarding. So you can do mm-hmm. things like writing stories, storyboarding out what you would, like what you would create if you had the chance. Okay. And then when you got to the, the opportunity of maybe having a cell phone that or something where you can record, then kind of, you know, making what you can. And that's another thing I want to say. In film, there's so many other roles than just, mm-hmm. you know, being the camera guy or being the director. Being being the person who created stories is, is extremely important. We have no films without a story. Right. 
So right. I would definitely encourage young people to start with that. Um, of course, have mom, you know, do a do a get your stuff copywritten though. And intellectual property is huge. Oh yes, it um, is. <laughs> even if it's a poor man's yes. copyright, you know about yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you know, whatever you need. Like and we'll go into details about what that is. <laughs> exactly. Like start thinking of that right now because then afterwards you know, eventually you get a chance, you, you'll find a way or find the right person to collaborate with and say, mm-hmm. ah, he has the right resources. Let's try to make this a reality. Okay. Or at least show what we, show what our, you know, show our ideas on screen. Mm-hmm. Great advice, but I'm hoping that the library does stay closed for like at least to August. Like I, I'm taking this oh, HR, no. <laughs> I'm taking this when- HR cert exam and I have a textbook. The textbook is about $150. I borrowed it from the library and I've been having extra no. time because it's closed. <laughs> oh no. I didn't mean like just... <laughs> so I, I, I actually wanted to stay closed just so I can keep the book. <laughs> you were so silly. Okay, I know, it's right. a selfish thought, but... <laughs> okay, true. No fees, no fees, but I meant right. like of you know other other than other outside of coronavirus i would love for i like those i like that we have those kind of resources in our community is what i mean that's what i'm getting that's at. true yeah i know what you meant i'm just being yeah, funny. Be silly. <laughs> well uh, one i think another positive thing about covid is it is showing the world how important technology is so even mm-hmm. at some point Hopefully, like you said, the libraries will never close. But if it ever gets to that point with technology and the advancement of it, we'll have books that, you know, you'll still be able to, you know, take it out on, you know, certain days and then you have a a week to bring it back. You may not have the ability to go to a library every day, uh, but technology, I think, will still afford us uh, the luxuries that we had going to the library, having computers, having the books. Um, that quiet time, you know, you just have to find a space for the quiet time. But uh, the resources will still be there, hopefully. And if not, we just have and to also fight for it. We have to go to our legislators. And we do. It. That's true. And also, too, during this, uh, and speaking of current times, though, I know that I think it's Spectrum. A couple of different like internet providers are actually providing free internet, including to kids like in the inner city who doesn't have a chance yes. to get to a yes. computer. Um, and also if you want to create phones, like create, you can create films on your phone now. There's actually a couple of film festivals that accept them, which would be great exposure. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, yep. So it's important to know this. And I believe, I think it was Samsung or one of them actually, like if you said, I want to create a film on my phone, you can write them a letter and they'll send you the phone for free. Oh, really? I to look wow. Because I've been doing a lot of uh, yeah. production on my phones and my iPad. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. So- no, really- so these these resources are out there. Actually, Creative Capital, creativecapital.com or something like that, or .org, so forgive me. But Creative Capital does put together a lot of free resources and grants for um, children who want to create right, right now. Or That's people awesome. That's awesome. I may check it out myself. So I'm not sure if you know, I wrote a biography. It's called Love Like Dynamite. It's a, a story about my life. And I am actually want to turn it into a film. A film. So what would you say... Um, would be a starting point for someone who maybe is an author or just has a story in their head and they want to turn it into Ooh, a script. What is some advice you would I get? Can't wait for that thing. Hurry up. Adaptation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first step is definitely script adaptation. So take, taking it from being in book format mm. 
and transforming it into like actually writing out the same visuals that you'd have in the book, but as your descriptions for the sets or the scenes mm. for each for each scene, and then having each character just lay out their lines, that does make a difference from okay. changing it from book to film. Mm-hmm. Once you have the script, yeah, then you go through the regular process of producing a film, whether that's finding a producer who believes in your story, and then they'll walk you through the process of, okay, this can go, this would be great for made for TV, or, you know, like whatever mm-hmm. avenue you guys are going to go for after that. So it's, okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, I, we could talk about film all day, but yes. let's get to, let's get to that. <laughs> Like, oh, which I, is the topic of today residual income okay right because so i want cha-ching in the back under my name <laughs> so let's talk about the importance of residual income you are someone who mm-hmm. has excelled in this you are an executive director for a business i want you to yeah. go into that but i also want you to just really explain the importance of residual income i know i love to make money in my sleep and this is a way Exactly. Can we tell people what residual income is, though? Because some people may not know. Yeah, I know. If we can kind of break it down into layman's terms. Yes. Just for someone who may not know. So, in my opinion, and then uh, Asha, I'll let you as well, because since you Mm -hmm. are an expert in residual income, um, from my experience, residual income is an opportunity for you to make additional income. So you have a full-time job, but you need you need more money. There's a way for you to, it's, it's really home mm-hmm. business. So it's a way for you to make more money um, at home mm-hmm. uh, and, and grow in that business uh, by, I guess, creating additional memberships. But the, I'll let Asha get more into that because I haven't mastered that part yet. She's the executive director. But for me, residual income has allowed me to do exactly what I said. Make money in my sleep. I literally wake up the next day and I yes. have money in my bank account and I'm like, oh, where did this come from? My uh, residual income business, my travel business where people go on my website mm. and they book travel without yeah. me having to do anything or say anything. That's my residual yes. income. But I said, tell us about you. Mm. Right. So residual or sometimes known as passive income is the idea that you already, you've already set up, you've set up a platform for people and with little or no effort, you're able to continue to gain an income or, you know, like actually make, make money off of just that one-time effort. So the first time I actually heard about residual income, believe it or not, was in film. And we're talking about royalties, right? Mm. Like, one kitchen so what my, I, I wrote down first how I heard it I'm like we all we know it as reruns syndications um streaming services going you know when they say a film went to DVD that's also another way of making money for that same make, film royalties, I mean not sound royalties, right? this is okay Roy- exactly royalties yes but they call it residuals like in our in our industry in the entertainment industry it's still called residuals like no joke my first thing that came to mind when you talked when you were asking about this kids I was like thinking about Nicki Minaj's line she's like Give me all your money or give me all your residuals. I'm like, we hear I, it. They don't know. <laughs> like, it's not clicking. Exactly. They're like, what? Residuals? Okay. I'm like, no, it's a big deal. Um, like, when you think of a film, we, we shoot the film once. It's made in one little package and then it's put out to different theaters, mm-hmm. put out to Netflix, put out to do. I mean, Tom Cruise does not come back into your living room and perform the same film. Right. Like, <laughs> Like oh. he doesn't have to do it again. Like he mm-hmm. did it once, and then now he's off to the next film. 
Look at Friends. Friends was made, what, 20 years ago? Do you know to this day, they still write. The the cast of Friends, they still make $20 million today. $20 Thank you. They right put that in your mind. They the cast still makes twenty million dollars today, and really because it streams on a lot of like TBS, exactly a whole bunch of you know whatever TNTs and wherever else they show Friends, but it streams on a lot of different networks and Netflix exactly. So like mm-hmm. it's on Netflix on TBS, it's still there. But Jennifer Anderson does not come back to your living room again and say, "Hey, right. I'm Friends," like right. she already did it. <laughs> Works right. And um, and then, you know, so then we think about other industries, too. So, like, that's how I first heard about it. I was like, ooh, if we could do that, you just have to make one amazing film or a couple amazing films. And based off your residuals, you can continue to earn an income off of that. Nice. And then I also thought about other, you know, industries. Um, do you ladies know about Madam Absolutely. And I just saw yeah. that film on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Loved it. All right. Uh, right? So all of the ladies that were marketing the products or talking about the hair products, they're called yeah. agents, right? Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, she made she really has a formula, she made it, and then they're able to start having, and then she makes um, she makes money off of off of them. Then they have the top sales agents have their team and like residuals. People still end up getting a product. People still end up getting serve serviced, having great hair. Mm-hmm. But that's another example of seeing like like a visual of uh-huh. residual income. Um, insurance agents, right? They sell you their car and they, their your car insurance once. You maintain that policy. They make a percentage every like off of what they were oh, sold. That's true. Yeah, that's so true. So these are a lot. Yeah. So like, um, real estate investors, right? Like you, people live in an apartment building. Okay, they built the building one time, <laughs> but people keep coming mm-hmm. in, renting Airbnb, like anything like that. Those are all examples of residual income. So it's like a one-time action that kind of just you get, you earn money off from yep. making a one-time action. I mean, to some degree. Exactly. And that's pretty much what it is. Like, and that's a, that's where when people are like, oh, I want that. And we can't get it. You know, and that's what, you know, Kizzy was mentioned, whether it's, there's so many different industries, travel industry has it now. Um, I'm in the, I'm, I'm actually in like, like in, in, I do it more in the legal representation side, legal mm-hmm. and, um, business services side so because I'm thinking about well we have ongoing businesses and unfortunately whether we like it or not legal well not unfortunately I mean fortunately because legally things are still happening people are still purchasing homes yeah. even during COVID that's uh, true so they're going to need a lawyer um, people are unfortunately dealing with wills right meaning some some of your yeah. members are passing away mm-hmm. um, you have divorces which is sad to hear, but it's true. I help people with name changes. Like, there's so many things that are still happening, good and also kind of tragic right now that are affecting people's lives. And I'm like, hey, if I can help you with that, then so be it. And that's what, and that's what I mean in terms of like starting up other forms of residual income. So I have it in film, I have another mm. businesses. Like, it's just the way to go. Like, <laughs> informative was that episode did you enjoy it as much as I enjoy editing it oh my goodness it took me some time um 
during the editing process because I had to continuously stop and like rewind and say, wait a minute, I missed that the first time or I missed that piece of information during the interview. So I want you to do the same. When you get a chance, take some time and listen to this recording again. Also, do your research, okay? If you got a chance to listen to it and you missed the uh, website that she gave, it is Creative Capital. So that's creative-capital.org. That is the uh, organization that Asha mentioned that helps you with um, ideas in um, publishing. I'm sorry, not publishing, how to get into film, um, how to produce a film, and all of that information. So I have not yet checked out the website. I plan to do so now. Um, so when I come back for part two, I have more information for you guys. But what I also would like you to do is if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up on my social media at Ms. Coach Kizzy. That is M-R-Z, Coach Kizzy, either on Facebook or on Instagram. Um, send me a message if you have any questions, because I would love to include these questions in part two of this interview. I'm still learning this whole podcast game. I'm still trying to be the best at um, this avenue and this platform as far as producing it. Um, so I want to have more live-ins and more callers and more questions. Um, we're working on the TV show portion of it. So of course, then we'll be able to loop some guys in um, to answer your questions. But for right now, I, if you have any questions, if you need more information, if you have ideas for future shows, please send me an email at MsCoachKizzy at gmail or hit me up on my social media platforms. Also, check out Asha Cha-Ching. She's also on Facebook and Instagram. She has a production company, so I want you to check out her website. And um, come back for part two because we're going into more detail about residual income and other ways for you to make residual income. She just broke down what residual income means in the film and entertainment industry. And you've always wondered how these actors uh, are able to sustain their lifestyle if they're not working. Residual income is one of those ways, okay? So go back and listen to this episode again so you can figure out how to uh, get residual income if you're already in the entertainment industry and you have not. That means you've been missing out on the bag. Somebody didn't put you on. Somebody didn't give you, you know what I'm saying, some information. Somebody didn't share the love. (laughs) But I'm not that person. I'm going to always give you the information. I'm going to always share the love. So if you are in the entertainment industry, if you are an actor, if you've done something and you don't know what residual income is... Is because somebody didn't want you to know because you're missing out on a piece of the pie. So go do your research, educate yourself, and go get what's yours. You work hard, you deserve to uh, play hard. And you can't play hard without no money, okay? (laughs) I love you guys for listening, and I love you for your feedback and your support. Part two of Women in Media with Asha Cha-Ching and co-star Nona Bishop coming up. Talk to you soon. Smooches! Thank you.